What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. People say he ain't no good and I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning and pick guitar in the afternoon just like old Chief and Charlie, I like to lay around in the shade. Well, I ain't got no money, but you better believe I got it made. Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my This bald-headed country boy alone What's up, folks? It's 3.50 a.m. No, I'm not drunk. I haven't been drinking anything. I actually went to bed extremely early, so I got an event today. Um, today has been a weird day for me. And the reason why I'm in the studio right now at almost 4 o'clock in the morning is because something's weighing on my heart. And if y'all have followed me, for a long time, you know, every once in a while, I get to where I don't hold shit in. It's one of my it's one of my things that has helped so much with my mental health that I have decided where I don't let shit eat me up anymore. Like if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm going to express it. And I have fought. I literally have fought myself on this all day long to the point where I can't fight it anymore. Uh, I've had a couple of my friends today reach out to me, um, people that are just struggling, and they value my input. And that's one thing. People that are new in my life over the past year or so uh, that I still value and I love very, very much, uh, they're, they're going through some hard times. And we've talked about God today, and we've talked about mental health today. Uh, privately, so I'm definitely not going to call them out, but just know my thoughts and prayers are with you guys and everything you're going through. But then as I'm laying in bed, because I went to bed early, I get a phone call around 12 o'clock, and it is from somebody who I have not talked to in a long time, a very, very good friend, uh, a brother to me, and um, they're having a party for someone in his family, and I love this family. This family has been there for me. This family has, when I was making stupid-ass mistakes when I was a younger man, uh, in trouble with the law and other shit, like this family was a family that was there for me. So I try to do my best to go out of my way when I can because I can't always. Sometimes I probably come off as a shitty friend because uh, I don't get to see them or stop by or do stuff anymore. So the fact that... I'm doing this thing where I'm not drinking as much anymore, and I was sober tonight, and I had already been asleep for three or four hours when they woke me up. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going over there. I get there, and everything's great. Uh, me and somebody who is absolutely my best friend in this world, we really haven't spent uh, a day apart in our lives. He's a couple days older than me. Um, 
he opens up to me. He opens up to me about some stuff that I've done wrong uh, in his eyes, and I did. I wasn't there when I should have been a friend. And the whole way home after talking to, to this guy, I realized that from the beginning of my day on 7-7-2003, from the second I woke up until the second I get done with this, even though it's the next morning, everybody that has talked to me today in one way or another has talked about mental health or talked about faith. And it's just kind of blown my mind. When I started this show, it was called Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. And a lot of the artists that we wanted to have on the show, uh, the first message I would get from them when I would send them the information about being on the show would be, we don't want to talk about politics, religion, or whiskey. It was a play on words. It's an old Sammy Kershaw song, a politics, religion, and her. Um, it's one of my favorite all-time songs. But I named the show that because I wanted people to be able to come on here and talk about whatever the hell they wanted to. But after a while, and the show got bigger, we had to drop the politics, religion, and whiskey because people just didn't get it. It was, it was too complicated, and I understand that. It, it was way too much, and it was a turnoff factor before you ever even got to say anything to these people. But one thing I've tried to remain true about since we started, though, is mental health awareness. I feel like it's the biggest part of the show. And by the way, real fast, uh, this will be the last solo show I do for a while. <laughs> I do have guests lined up next week. Just, just being a holiday week, I just didn't bother with it. But even next week, somehow, I'll tell you, it's going to be weird because I know that somehow if the person is struggling mentally, it'll roll back around to it. I want to be a mental health advocate. I want people to know that I'm a suicide survivor, that everything that I've been through in life, I literally think I went through it for a reason now, that all those bad days and everything was so I could talk to people. Well, as I'm talking to my friend tonight, I realize as this person who I've looked up to my entire life, I've really looked up to this dude. We're not very far in part, but I've always just thought this dude was what a what a man is supposed to be what a real man is supposed to be and it hit me when i got home that we're not talking about mental health enough we're not taking the taboo out of it one of the things i told my friend earlier is i'm at one point with my mental health and you're at another acknowledging that there's a problem is the first thing. But if you're listening to me right now, understand that if you acknowledge that there's a problem with your mental health and you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling suicidal or whatever, acknowledging that you want to fix that problem makes you so much fucking stronger than you realize. It's the people that waller in their pain, that waller in their sorrow that allow their demons to kick their ass, to keep them silent, are the people that need to hear from folks like me. They need to hear from folks like my buddy. He doesn't realize how strong he is. The other people that have talked to me today, too, they don't realize how strong they are. 
opening up and admitting that something is wrong and you don't know why you're having these feelings, that's the first step into fixing something. I try to relay the message all the time that if you're the problem in a situation, then you know you can fix it. You can't fix other people. You can't. But you can fix yourself. You can work on yourself. You're not a broken person. You're not even kind of broken. You're just a little lost right now. And I don't know why this weighed so heavy on me today. I don't. But the fact that I ended the day with this conversation with my friend, I knew that I had to get on here. I had to go to social media. I had to remind you guys, take the taboo out of mental health. And what I mean by that is every one of us is mentally struggling with something. Everybody. Everybody either thinks they're not good enough, they're not pretty enough, they're not thin enough. I'll tell you this about me. For all those who think I got my shit together, I struggle with my weight Every single day. I struggle with body dysmorphia every single day. I cannot look in the mirror sometimes without feeling disgusted. You want to know why on 4th of July I posted those pictures besides for just for good content? I needed some validation, to be honest with you guys. My weight fluctuates so bad, because I like food, that... Every once in a while, I need validation. I Every once in a while, I need something to make me feel good about myself. And, you know, some people call it a thirst trap. Some people call some of that type of shit or whatever, you know, just because you're thirsty or that bullshit or you want attention. Well, sometimes I need attention. Sometimes I need to know that I'm good enough. And that's my mental health playing a trick on me but that's how I combat my mental health. I know how, when I'm feeling a certain way, I know how to go about it. I know how to punch back. And if you're struggling with your mental health and you're feeling anxious, depressed, suicidal, not good enough, whatever, first off, no, you are. You are. Those demons playing tricks in your head, that chemical imbalance playing tricks in your head, is just a unbalance, just a chemical unbalance. You can fix it. And I know what somebody's going to say, you can't fix your mental health. Well, maybe you can't, but you can work on it. You can know what your triggers are. You can know when you feel a depression coming on. You can learn how to fucking fight back. And that is where we've got to be at. When I first opened this studio, we were having support groups. And I think I'm going to start that back. Think, I think I'm going to start that back after today to where once a month I open up my doors and we have a support group. If you're struggling with your mental health, you come to a safe place, you realize, hey, I'm not alone. I'm not. That this is just something that everybody's battling with. You know? Another friend, not the one I was talking to tonight, he... He's been through some shit, man. He's been blown up overseas. 
He's worked in a coal mine. I mean, this dude has been through some dark fucking days, man. Battled with addiction and came out the other side. This dude's been through some shit. And one of the things I had to tell him today that all of you need to know is God doesn't make mistakes we do. We are so impatient that we are ready to get to the end of our journey. And we miss how beautiful it is to be in the middle of it. You know, you're not made to be perfect. You're not made to be just this shining image of God or whatever you see as perfection. You're not. Otherwise, you'd be God. You're supposed to mess up. You're supposed to make mistakes. You're supposed to learn from those mistakes. You're supposed to better yourself from your mistakes. You are supposed to realize what you're doing wrong in life and fix it. And if you do that, then God's going to show you little signs all the time that no, you're not at your destination, but you're on your way. I don't ever want to get to my destination because then I got to start over. Then I got to find something else to chase. I believe that my purpose in life is days like today. You know, I try to make y'all laugh. I try to play y'all some good music and give y'all my opinion on a lot of stuff. But it seems like my days are better and I feel at home and I have comfort and peace when I go through days like this to where my friends and people I legit care about with all my heart and soul, where they need me. And I feel like that's my cross to bear. I feel like that's why in 2010 I tried to commit suicide for stupid fucking reasons, by the way. Uh, and it's kind of a full circle moment now that I'm thinking about it because I've got to go to McCray today for that event. And that's literally where my mental health shit started was with a girl in McCray. Um, so that's kind of full circle now I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's weird. Maybe, maybe all of y'all today that have came at me, uh, not came at me, but needed to talk to me, maybe it was just prepping me. Maybe it's just another layer of armor that I needed. That way when I go around tomorrow, just in case I run into anybody uh, that started my mental health shit, maybe that's a way for it to be like, dude, you've moved on, you've grown, you've bettered yourself. This is, you, you're good. Maybe that's why. Look, I stopped worrying a long time ago about why shit happens to you. I started figuring out what I can do from the shit that happens to me. How can I work with it? And I need you guys to do that. I need you guys to first off realize how strong you are. If you are struggling with mental health right now and you're feeling suicidal, you're feeling like you're not good enough, you're feeling depressed, and you're stuck in a dark bedroom and you don't want to get out of bed, realize that if you know that there's a problem, that you can fix it. Realize that you already are on the right path by admitting that there's a problem. And you're already asking for help or seeking help or trying to find help in yourself without even knowing it. When people don't realize how far off they are is when something bad happens. When people can't admit that they're having moments. When people cannot admit that they're suicidal. When people cannot admit that they're depressed. That is when there's an issue. When the rest of the world can see it, but you can't, 
that's when there's an issue. That's when you really need to worry. But if you are not at peace, at peace is the wrong word or the wrong phrase, if you're aware of it, then you're already halfway there to fixing it. You know, uh, there's a lot of things like Alcoholics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, or Narcotics Anonymous or whatever, and they all tell you that's the first thing. Admitting is the first step, right? Knowing that your mental health is a problem and making it public is the first step into fixing it. For those who don't know how my career started, back in 2015 or 2016, I developed a social media character called The Bearded Bastard. I went through a very, very bad breakup, and I needed an outlet for my mental health. I knew from my suicide attempt in 2010 that I had to have outlets. A lot of people think I overshare on social media. A lot of it's for validation to make me feel better about myself, but a lot of it is because I don't want to harbor. I don't want to harbor those feelings anymore. I don't want them to sit there. And in 2015 or 16, after the character had blew up on Snapchat and some other social media shit back in the day, I was struggling with my mental health horribly. Horribly. And I was struggling with it because I was talking about it on social media. I was talking about taking care of our our military and our firefighters and our police officers and first responders and all this kind of stuff, but I wasn't taking care of myself. I was talking about let's support Mission 22, which you still support Mission 22, create events and all those good things, uh, Project K9 Hero. You should definitely support any of that stuff. But I wasn't supporting me. I was taking on a lot of stuff at the time that I didn't need to be taking on, a lot of other people's pain and anguish and their mental health, but I wasn't expressing mine. So one day I decided to open up and share my suicide attempt and share how I've moved on from it to where I don't want to ever go down that road again. Well, I was scared to death to post it on social media. Scared to fucking death. Because I just knew that everyone was going to think I was fucking crazy. That everyone was going to put me down and make fun of me and all this kind of stuff. And it was such a weight on my shoulders because it's one of those things to where everybody in our town knew what happened. But nobody would say it to your face. Everybody knew that I had some problems but they had their own narrative of it. This was my way of taking back what happened to me, what I did to myself. This was my way. And when I did, it changed my life from that second to where we're at now. I knew from the messages I received that day, I knew from the people that reached out and told me their stories over the next 48 hours, I knew exactly right then that the good Lord allowed me to do the stupid shit that I did to myself. So I would learn a lesson that would last a lifetime. That it would teach me everything that I needed to be taught. That it would make me the man that a church never could. It would make me the man that I needed 
to be that God wanted me to be. I don't think the good Lord ever set out and said, Josh Terry, you're going to be a preacher. I don't think that's my calling. I think that I'm supposed to be the person that lives in the mud, that always is around people that have been through trauma, that have struggled with their mental health, that all the rest of the stuff. I think that that's what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm supposed to be battle scarred. I think I'm supposed to be bent but not broken because you can relate to me. Somebody listening to me right now is thinking to themselves, that's me. I relate to this guy. You know, I can't go to a church and watch a squeaky clean preacher that's never made a mistake in his life. It's not that I think they're a bad person. I'm not, I think they're lying. I hope that if they're standing in front of a congregation and they're telling their truth every Sunday. I hope that they're 100% legit, and I, I think they are. I'm not, not, not saying they're not. But with me, I want to hear from the biker. I want to hear from the veteran. I want to hear from the person who has literally, literally been to hell and still kept their faith. That's what I want. And I think from me being in a rehab detention center when I was younger, uh, when I was like 18. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. In 19, um, to where I'm at now, I just have a different perspective than most. Now, I've been in a jail cell. Uh, I have lied, I've cheated, I've stole. I've been a bad person at times when I was a younger man. But every day I get a little bit better because I see the gifts and I see the road that the good Lord has laid out for me. And he made me struggle for a lot of it. But I'm hard-headed as shit. I had to learn a lesson. And he knew, as hard-headed as I am, I ain't learning no lesson easy. I'm not going to. So he had to put me through some shit, but he didn't never put anything more on my plate that I couldn't handle. Even sometimes I needed his hand to pick me up and my faith to keep me going. There's never a time he's put more on my plate than what I needed to ha- than I could handle. I think I said it a while ago, but the good Lord gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. I keep relaying that message to one of my buddies. And if you are struggling with anything right now, you got two ways to look at it. You either can let your demons control you or you can control your demons. You can decide right now that this shit ain't beating me. You can decide right now that when I get these thoughts in my head, I'm going to figure out how to deal with them in a healthy way. You have to make a choice. You have to make a choice. What is best for you mentally? And then you need to live by it. A little story about something that happened here recently. Um, I was trying to put water under the bridge with a friend from mistakes that I had made, and it ended up getting into a shouting match. Well, when this happened, 
I left. Because one, that is not how it should be handled. That is not. What you should do is have a sober conversation. I should apologize. And I should say, hey, what can we do to mend this bridge? You know, there's a certain times that alcohol does not improve the situation. There's a lot of times that alcohol don't improve the situation. There's a lot of times it improves with me. There are sometimes alcohol doesn't need to be involved in certain conversations. And even though us as men, if you're listening to this right now, fellas, we think that we need to get a buzz to get our emotions out, that we need alcohol to make us really enhance the situation or the conversation. And all it's really going to do is it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt worse than anything. You know, there's times that I get shit-faced and I can't actually get out, articulate, <laughs> I'm learning bigger words, articulate what I really feel and how I feel and why I feel that way. So have a conversation with somebody sober. Or if you want to have a beer or two to get loose to where you feel comfortable talking, that's fine, but don't do it drunk. Don't do it drunk. That's one of my biggest problems is I'll do that. And sometimes I make myself like an asshole. Um, there's sometimes that I feel like a drunken prophet. Too, <laughs> so it's weird with me. But if you're struggling with your mental health, alcohol is not going to help you. Alcohol is going to hurt you so fucking bad. I know because... That is where I used to be. People ask me how I have a grip on my mental health now. You never fix it completely, but you can work on it. You can drive toward, drive toward being better. And with my mental health now, I just know that if I'm in one of those moods, I don't need to drink. I'll tell you all this. Uh, you all probably heard me talk about it to where over the past three months now, a little bit longer actually, that I've cut back on my drinking to one day a week. One day a week. And my mental health has been so much better. I haven't been trying to hide it. Like, I haven't been having to cover up uh, my scars with alcohol. I haven't been trying to cover up anything going on with me with another whiskey drink. And it has improved so much. See, where I'm at in my mental health awareness is different than most of y'all, or maybe some of y'all are the same place as me. I have figured out what works, what works for me, and what doesn't. I know what to stay away from. I know what situations to stay from. If you would have gotten to a shouting match with me five years ago, I would have blown up. I would have said shit I didn't mean. I would have let my hurt feelings control the conversation. But I'm not that person anymore. I now walk away, give myself a second to breathe, and if that person doesn't reach out to me in the next little bit, I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, look, I love you. Let's talk about this when, after cooler heads prevail. That's not, that's not me five years ago. Me, five years ago, might have punched my buddy in the face. I might have got punched in the face by my buddy. 
It's growing. It's seeing the other side of an argument. It's knowing you're not always right. It's knowing that you're wrong. Another thing for the people who think that they've got their shit together is look for signs in people. With my buddy, I should have known he was struggling. I should have known, but I didn't. I get too concerned with myself and my mental health and how I'm living that sometimes I ignore warning signs from my friends. That makes me a bad friend. But what makes me a good friend is once someone opens up to me, that support system just grows a little bit more. You're just another member to the family, even though you really already were. You just got to come to fuck around. But like with all of us, we've identified a long time ago there's a problem. And we're working towards a solution. If you are somebody who's just now admitting to yourself that you've got an issue, I know people that are 1,000% bipolar, depressed, have horrible anxiety, and they will blame it on everybody else in the world besides them. They will play the victim in every single situation. But why would you want to be the victim in your story? Why wouldn't you want to be the hero? Why wouldn't you want to be the person that saved yourself? There's too many people that just ignore it, and they ignore it till it's too late. So I want y'all to understand why I'm doing this, why I decided to come in here this morning. The good Lord put it on my heart to say the following, that if you're struggling with mental health right now and you're aware of it, talk to someone. They're not going to think you're crazy. They're not going to be ashamed of you. They're not going to never want to hang out with you or not answer your phone calls again. They're going to be there and be more supportive than ever. They're, they know what you're going through because more than likely they've gone through it themselves. We have to take the taboo out of mental health to where we save lives and we save the lives that matter to us, our friends, our family, our loved ones. We don't need to wait to the last minute and say, oh, yeah, I, I could tell. I could tell this person was struggling with depression. I just didn't want to step on their toes. Fucking step on their toes. But do it in a loving, caring way to where you tell them, I'm here for you. You're not alone. I've got your back. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. I love you. We're going to make it through this shit together. If I got to hold your hand on the daily until you feel better, I will. That is our job. Now, this isn't just if you're a Christian or if you're religious or whatever. This is just being a good person. You don't have to believe in the stuff that I believe with my faith. Some of y'all probably laugh when I said, God put this on my chest. I don't expect you to understand that. Hell, honestly, I don't, exp I don't really understand it half the time. But there's sometimes I can't shake a feeling. I can't get over something. And then the good Lord literally hits me in my face like a ton of bricks and said, oh, you didn't get when the first three people today talked to you about it and you were... 
just trying to cool them off? Well, let me send one more to you that's absolutely going to knock you on your ass. Guys, be the reason that somebody gets better. Be the reason why somebody gets help. You know right now from social media posts, from TikToks, from fucking anything, you got a friend that you're concerned about. Check on them. Don't wait till you get that that phone call in the middle of the night to check on them like I did today. I should have been a better friend to somebody. I should have seen what was going on. And I didn't. And now, I know, now I got my boys back. But you guys have got to do the same thing for your friends. You don't want to get a worse phone call in the middle of the night. You don't want to find out that somebody that you knew was struggling is gone and the whole time you have said to yourself, well, I was just scared to say anything to them because I didn't want to send them over the edge. I didn't want to call them out on their problems. What if you calling them out on their problems lets them know that you're there to support them too? You, you can save someone's life. You're a fucking superhero. You're also a superhero if you are somebody who sits there and can acknowledge to themselves that you're struggling. You can fix your struggles. You can work towards making them better, whether it's therapy. If you know me, you know I don't believe in the medication. I think a bunch of y'all, if you feel comfortable with it and it works for you, by all means. I've never been the medication person. I have been the person that wants to identify my triggers, who wants to who wants to figure out a solution without it having to be medicated. You know, I was telling a story to somebody the other day. If I get really, really stressed out, if I'm really fucking struggling, I go get some coloring books. I turn my phone off. I turn a movie on that's going to make me happy, and I color. I color. Coloring doesn't let you down. If you're struggling, find you a hobby that's not going to let you down. A hobby that you don't depend on another person. Something that's going to get you to where you're not thinking about anything besides staying inside the lines. Do something like that when you're struggling. You know, I I had a friend. um, She's still around. She's awesome. I haven't seen her in a while. But... I know she just struggled with her depression real bad. And what we talked about with her was when she's in her room and it's just dark and she doesn't want to get up. She doesn't want to go outside or whatever. She's just eerie. She's just, ugh, I hate everything. She started going for walks. She started just going for fucking walks, getting out of bed and going for walks. She didn't let... Those demons in her head say, oh, you're going to stay in this dark all day, in this gloom, in this misery. No, I'm going to go outside and see how beautiful everything is, how bright everything is. Don't let your demons tell you what the fuck to do. This is your body. Your brain's going to play tricks on you. Your mental health is going to play tricks on you. But nobody ever said you couldn't fight back. Nobody ever said you can't figure this shit out. I want you to figure it out. I don't want phone calls 
in the middle of the night from friends that are struggling. I want them to be taking phone calls from other people, talking them through what they're struggling with. You got to pay it forward. If I don't sit here and share this, I'm not doing what I think I've been put on this earth to do. And that is to help somebody. That is to let you know you're not alone. You're not crazy. You are loved. Your pain has a purpose. You don't realize it right now, but you will when you get on the other side of the pain. You just have got to decide, I'm not going to be the victim. I'm going to be the hero. You have to make that decision now that you're going to fix yourself, that you are going to work towards being a better person mentally. That all these things that hurt you, all these things that keep you down, all these things that keep you depressed, you're going to fucking stay away from them. If you're in toxic situations, get away from the toxic. Get away from it. If it's a relationship, a job, or whatever, it's not worth your sanity. It's not worth worth your life. Get the fuck away from it. You know, I always try to push this towards people too, and I think I've said it like four times today. How many times have you said, this is the worst day of my life? How many times have you said, this is the worst day of my life, and I don't know how I'm going to make it through it? But yet somehow, the next day you were still alive. Next day you got through it. And then, maybe a little bit down the road, you realize that what you went through, you had to go through it. You had to. Guys, I love y'all. You guys have made this my career. You guys have made this to where I get to live off of this. That I don't have to do nothing else. But the good Lord made me this way so I could talk about mental health and my faith without being, I don't know, weird about it. I'm taking the taboo out of it. I want it to be like when we talk about mental health around me or on this show, that it is like a second language. That it is just another way to talk and be comfortable with it. Make it to where the people in your life that are struggling, or if you're struggling, make it to where you're comfortable talking about this subject And really what happens when you get comfortable about talking about mental health is your mental health stops fucking with you because it knows it can't beat you. It knows that you're going to fight back. It knows that you're stronger than what you realize. And the second you open up, you talk about it, you be honest about it, you let those demons out. Those demons ain't got a fucking nothing to stand on. They know they're screwed, but you're not. Those demons just know at this point they're wasting their time. And if you do that, you're on the right way to having such a better life mentally. And when you have a better life mentally, you're going to have a better life physically. You have a better life financially. Everything starts with mental health. Everything. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself and give yourself some credit by the way cut yourself some slack the fact that you're admitting that there's a issue is more than what most people do it's what all people need to do but you're getting better every day 
You're not as bad as you were yesterday, but you're not as good as you're going to be tomorrow. I really hope that everybody gets a grasp on their mental health, and I don't have the best grasp. I feel like I'm pretty good. I feel like I have struggled with it to the point to where when I feel something coming on, I know exactly how to deal with it and how to get over it. And that's what I want from y'all. I want you guys to be an extension of any mental health advocate. I want you to help the people around you. And I know some of you can do it. I know some of you sitting there thinking right now, I know exactly who I'm texting or who I'm hitting up on Facebook when I get off this, when I get done listening to his dumb ass. Because I want them to know that I'm here for them. You know, some people just want a phone call. Some people just want a text. Some people just want to know that you care. If you've never heard me listen to the song, I got to make sure I got the right person. It's called The Call. You want to cry today, but you want to have like a good, it's Matt Kennon. M-A-T-T-K-E-N-N-O-N. It's called The Call. Listen to it. Listen to it, and after you get done listening to that song, you'll know who you need to call. Or if you're the one struggling, you'll know that you need to call someone. Guys, I love you. The good Lord loves you. You're not alone. Your struggles are not your own. Everything that you're battling right now is for a reason. You are just getting more chinks in your armor. You are just getting more battle scarred. But you're going to win the war. I believe that in my heart. Good Lord wouldn't put me in this position if he didn't want me here. And he wouldn't put you guys in the position you're in in life if he didn't want you there. Learn lessons daily. And if you do that, you'll realize that with your pain comes the purpose. And maybe that purpose is just you. Maybe that purpose is you learning your lessons and paying it forward and helping people. You know, that's one common factor across all religions is you're supposed to love thy neighbor. You're supposed to treat people how you want to be treated. I think if we all realize that and we all actually put that in play, regardless of what somebody looks like, what they're going through, color of their skin, any of that shit, their sexual orientation, I think if we just did that, that everybody's mental health would be so much better. I love you guys. Please check on yourself and check on your loved ones. See y'all later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.